It's time for the morning's GMS Focus. North Korea's rubber stamp parliament passed a new legislation declaring itself to be a nuclear weapons state and authorizing its military to launch preemptive nuclear attacks. In short, North Korea's new law allows it to launch nuclear strikes to protect itself. Does this raise the stakes or derail future denuclearization talks from happening at all? For some much-needed analysis, we're joined by Dr. Pung Young-shik, research fellow at the Yonsei University Institute for North Korean Studies. Good morning, Dr. Pung. Good morning. Did you have a safe and good Chuseok holiday? Uh, yes, uh, it was nice to have holidays, but, uh, you know, like uh, every holiday, it was too short. <laughs> With 2020 hindsight. <laughs> and back to the grinds, right? And clearly there's I a lot know. to decipher. That's the worst feeling. <laughs> a lot of work lies ahead. Uh, let's take a look at Pyongyang's new resolution, Dr. Bong, if you don't mind. Uh, what are your immediate takeaways from North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's comments last week where he clearly doubled down on the regime's commitment to develop nuclear weapons? weapons and even use them when they find it to be necessary. Well, uh, you just spoke the magic word to describe the whole situations in which the Kim Jong-un regime is contemplating to uh, more effectively re- respond to the new strategies of the Yoon Suk yeol government of South Korea and North Korea policy of the Biden administration of the United States. Double down on North Korea's uh, the only reliable strategic asset, which is nuclear weapons. And uh, he declared that uh, uh, in a position and development of nuclear weapons by the Democratic People's Republic Korea is irreversible. Uh, It um, it, it will only uh, continue. And uh, double down means that uh, the purpose of of nuclear weapons will not be just limited to maintaining deterrence to protect the country, but also uh, enhance the uh, war fighting capability. These are strategic jargons in nuclear uh, strategy, Uh, but there is a possibility that North Korea may risk the uh, the catastrophe, the uh, Mm. ultimate demise uh, by launching uh, nuclear weapons, even though doing so may be tantamount to the end of North Korea. Mm. Uh, with a possible second nuclear strike by the uh, the target country. Uh, as you mentioned, Kim Jong-un said in that statement its nuclear status was irreversible. But if you take a closer look at the legislation itself, North Korea also says that it's a state that is a responsible nuclear weapons country that opposes all forms of war. It's a bit of a mixed message, or is that really strategic wording? It's a mixed message uh, in order to serve the strategic purposes to uh, keep uh, potential uh, opponents of North Korea's nuclear strategies on their feet without clearly knowing uh, what would be North Korea's uh, core uh, strategic purposes. Mm. It's a kind of a North Korea uh, pursuing the strategy of uh, strategic ambiguity Mm. uh, to enhance its bargaining leverage. Mm. Um, North Korea has been quite critical of so-called double standard mm-hmm. uh, maintained by the United States as the uh, nuclear power, uh, saying that the United States uh, would, uh, wants to have a Kagan 82. Uh, it uh, declares that uh, the only purpose of nuclear weapons of the United States is to maintain deterrence mm-hmm. so that uh, nuclear weapons will not be used at all, mm-hmm. paradoxically speaking, because no rational country would risk 
the death of uh, itself uh, by launching nuclear attacks to the United States first, uh, because it knows that it will be totally destroyed by the retaliation with the nuclear weapons by the United States if it, it, it proceeds to do so. But um, the United States also sometimes hinted that the United States may use tactical nuclear weapons for uh, some tactical goals, uh, especially during the Bush administration uh, for its fight against uh, global terrorism and uh, hostile countries uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. So uh, North Korea maintains that you know, if the United States is allowed to uh, maintain double standard, then why not us? Mm. So uh, this is realization. And uh, this is a very specific manifestation of the uh, legal systems and the uh, political determination of the supreme leadership of North Korea, because uh, North Korea has officially become nuclear power state uh, by the revision of its constitution in 2012. And since that, uh, constitutional revision in 2012, the North Korean government only uh, reiterated uh, the status of North Korea as a nuclear power state by, uh, you know, uh, official declarations mm -hmm. as opposed to actual, you know, declaration of specific laws. So this is the first time that the Kim Jong-un regime uh, came up with a very specific legal framework mm -hmm. uh, to explain and define uh, North Korea's nuclear strategy, which reflects, paradoxically speaking, uh, that in my personal opinion, how uh, much fear Kim Jong-un regime must feel mm. uh, in response to the Yoon Suk-yeol government of South Korea. Because you remember that uh, even as a presidential candidate, uh, President Yoon Suk-yeol uh, proclaimed that in order to better protect South Korean citizens and uh, their lives and assets, uh, once elected, mm -hmm. his government would not rule out preemptive strike mm -hmm. so that uh, North Korea's nuclear missiles uh, will be removed before mm -hmm. even being launched. Mm -hmm. So it is a North Korea's response to Yoon suk yeol government's uh, declaration of preemptive strike. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it shows a great deal of fear uh, about the potential decapitation of the Kim Jong-un leadership. I do wonder then with this recent legal framework, does this close the door to any future negotiations between North Korea and the regional powers on the possibility of denuclearization? Well, that's a huge question, but I, I would say that the Kim Jong-un regime will uh, keep the door uh, for potential negotiations ajar. Uh, not entirely open, but uh, in order to serve the only important purpose of the regime, which is the survival of the regime. Right. So in order for the survival of the regime, Kim Jong-un leadership will do anything and everything, including potential negotiations with you know, countries with hostile intentions to you know, subvert the republic. Mm. You've said that this latest move is a reaction to the Yoon Suk-yeol government's posturing. But do you see this development also as North Korea's counter move in response to the recent meeting between senior diplomats from Seoul, Washington and Tokyo, where they clearly promised to mount a tougher response to a possible seventh nuclear test by Pyongyang? Uh, yes, but uh, you have to see the big picture mm -hmm. uh, with a longer perspective. Uh, North Korea's um, uh, you know, response to the 
different strategic situations with the inauguration of a more conservative hardline government in South Korea has a longer history than the recent meeting between uh, US, South Korea, and Japan uh, to discuss uh, you know, common stance toward North Korea and the purpose of the denuclearization on the Korean Peninsula. Mm. So it's not just about the kill strain, uh, kill chain strategy. There is a bigger picture and bigger question that we need to be asking. I think you aptly put it. Uh, what do you see happening next, uh, Dr. Bong? Could North Korea's hostile stance lead to the Yoon Sung-yeol administration retracting its aid for denuclearization proposal? Or does that offer still remain on the table? I guess uh, you already offered the answer to our listeners. Uh, North Korea's uh, recent move is to double down uh, it, uh, the bet. And uh, in, in, I, I believe the Yoon suk government of South Korea will also double down its own bet in response to North Korea doing the double down uh, with a you know, proclamation of the new uh, legal frameworks about nuclear weapons, meaning bigger packages, bigger, uh, more specific uh, roadmaps uh, to carry out the audacious plan announced uh, in his uh, Lib- National Liberation Day on o- August the 15th. And he's going to make an important speech at the United Nations General Assembly very soon. So uh, it is likely that the Yunsungal government is going to respond to North Korea as a strategic move by showing the North Korea and the rest of the world uh, what kind of uh, huge packages uh, will be made available uh, for Kim Jong-un re- regime of North Korea to agree to move in the direction of denuclearization. Uh, President Yoon has a week-long trip uh, planned for him, and one of the agendas is, of course, to start by the United States. Japan and the U.S. are also working on arranging a summit between Prime Minister Fumio Kishida and President Joe Biden, of course, to discuss security issues. How do you expect the Biden administration to respond to Kim Jong-un's latest rhetoric? Again, uh, the three countries are on the same page uh, in terms of uh, discussing their best possible options mm-hmm. to collectively and individually uh, cope with uh, growing threats of North Korea armed with nuclear warheads and you know, missiles. But uh, in order for that common stance to be actually manifested uh, as an effective uh, strategy for three countries, uh, the bilateral relations between uh, Seoul and Tokyo must be improved. So it is likely that the Biden administration is going to reiterate the desire of the United States to see two important Asian allies to mend the fence uh, in terms of the you know settling uh, major historical uh, issues uh, between the two countries. And uh, as uh, President Yoon Suk-yeol uh, declared, uh, to the Kishida administration of Japan, that uh, the countries uh, continues to move together uh, to uh, restore the strained bilateral relationship uh, to the levels of the 1998 Kim Dae-jung-Obuchi declaration, mm-hmm. but which will be extremely difficult uh, judging from uh, very uh, turbulent and hostile domestic opinions in mm-hmm. both countries. Uh, Dr. Bong, my biggest takeaway today is double down and then react again with the double down. Uh, it seems that tensions will not necessarily be alleviated in a timely or or a fashion that is soon on the timetable. That is right, but but you have to you know remain positive and optimistic. <laughs> I mean, I regret that I didn't spend the uh, Chuseok holidays uh, 
you know, the best way possible. But I look forward to the new holidays in early October. There's hope. <laughs> There's hope. Thank you very much for tying all those pieces together and always a thorough explanation. Uh, have a safe week and we'll speak to you again soon. Definitely. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.